0: what's up guys i'm zach your host of the aux podcast bringing you a daily dose of uncensored wisdom to jumpstart your life 10 minutes or less no bullshit no topic off limits let's plug in Hey, what's up, guys? This clip is from a conversation that I had with fashion designer Colm Delane, who is the founder of Kid Super Studios in Brooklyn. Kid Super is a really cool creative collective that makes a lot of clothing that really cool people wear, like Young Thug, Post Malone, a lot of people in other creative industries outside of music as well. And Kid Super is something that feels like a a family collaboration where it's it's something creative that reaches across fields like music, fashion, design, and kind of comes together in the studio collective that column created. And this was a really fun conversation, and I wanted to break it up into clips to show you guys, and, and I think that fashion also applies in many ways to other areas outside of fashion, things that you need taste for, things that you have to identify. I think the the study of fashion and the understanding of fashion and how trends build may help us also understand how the rest of the world works better. So without further ado, please enjoy this clip with Column Delane of Kid Super.
1: So for people that are not familiar with the Kid Super space in Brooklyn, can you Describe to people how that space came together and sort of walk me through what it looks like and, and kind of the vibe because I, there's so much shit going on and I, I've seen so many videos and, and I want to go visit because it's fucking dope and, and it's right here. But for people who have never seen it, can you describe the kid super spot in Brooklyn?
2: So when I was a sophomore in college, um, my dorm, I had spray painted my dorm room. And it was a store and you'd come into my dorm room and you could buy all kids super stuff. So I had racks of clothing, et cetera, et cetera. This is NYU, right? At NYU. And so I was in the city and yeah, my dean of housing found out about it and they like threatened to kick me out if I don't take it down. And then I didn't take it down and then I had this whole meeting, blah, 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 blah.
1: Did they actually kick you out?
2: They like threatened if I didn't take it out to kick me out. And then I was like, I'm, and then I dressed up in a suit and made a PowerPoint about why I was should be. Was this your first
1: weatherman presentation? Yeah, I like, to- I was
2: like <laughs> why I should be the face of NYU housing and NYU. And this is why NYU wasn't Harvard. And this is why <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg didn't go to NYU. And I had this whole fucking presentation. And then they're like, just. They didn't like that I was getting mail, like, because I was sending a shit ton of mail out of my dorm, mm-hmm. and some would get received back because, you know, that just happens.
1: What did they say to the presentation when you said they that were this just is why they're not Harvard?
2: Fuck, are you talking about? Because the dean of housing is completely unrelated to the like the person who makes the decisions about mm-hmm. NYU. But and there's thirty thousand kids, so they didn't really care. So then I spent all the summer from. Sophomore year to junior year, trying to find a space that I could live out of like I was doing before. And I randomly stumbled upon this place on Craigslist that had a bathtub. And I called the guy and i had called probably 10 other people to say, hey, I want your space, a Mm -hmm. different space. And all of them said no to me for different reasons. One was like, I don't want the amount of people you're going to bring here. Two is like, you don't have enough money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But this place had a bathtub and I called and I was like, I'm in. I have no idea where this is, but it's got a bathtub. I know I can live there. Yeah, that's Um, all you
1: need. Just hygiene.
2: So it ended up being next door to Mishka, which was a streetwear brand in Brooklyn that actually no longer is there. But it was super popping back in the day. And then... It was just the perfect space. It had this big basement. It had two rooms. It had a store and a bathtub and a kitchen. And I moved in there with an ex-girlfriend. And we lived there for a year. And I made, and I remember working the store. I'd go to school like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. And then. Mm. So you're running the store while you're in
1: school. While I'm in
2: school and I'd come back. Thursday, Wednesday, whatever, and I'd have the store open. Mm. But I was also playing soccer, and so I would come, the hours were weird, but I would be sitting there and nobody would come to the store. I had probably 2,000, 3,000 Instagram followers. It's not in this neighborhood with foot traffic. And I was like, man, I just did all this work. I had this crazy launch party, and nobody is coming here. And I'm just a retail worker. I was like, this is horrible. I was like, but I invented this. This is Kid Super. I can do anything. Mm -hmm. So I spent the next like three months probably building out the whole space. So I built a recording studio in the basement. I turfed the backyard. I built like photo studio. I got a sewing machine and everything. So the space now became a space where other creatives could come and work out of. And that was, at, at the end of the day, that was kind of the goal of the whole space. The best thing about Kid Super is the people that, that it's introduced me to. I always say that. Mm-hmm. And the opportunities that, that have come and now the opportunities that I... I always say this, like, you always have... Someone the other day asked me if I'm satisfied with my success. And I don't even view myself as anywhere near where I want to be. The thing is you don't get satisfied with your success because mm-hmm. as you get more and more successful, more and more doors and opportunities open up. So your definition of success and your definition of your goals and your definition of possibilities are always changing. And that's the great thing about this Kid Super thing is it's opened so many doors. So four years ago, I wasn't thinking about getting a Puma soccer field in my store. Now, last week, I just pitched it to Puma and they approved of it. So now, okay, that goal is out of the window.
1: What's you're my You're opening a, a Puma soccer field where the, the turf is? You're turning that into a Puma soccer field?
2: No, I have to get a bigger space.
1: So you're going to have a, uh, this is going to be the second Kid Super official space? It'll probably be, I'll probably
2: get rid of the one I have now. And
1: yeah. just move the whole thing into a big space. That's fucking wild.
2: So that's the next goal. And we might actually move it to L.A. first as just a crazy jump. We're still brainstorming because New York is so expensive for space. That's big. I mean, L.A. is not cheap either, but at least you can go on the outskirts and get le- yeah. legitimately 10,000 square foot spaces. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was saying. The Your dreams and goals and everything changes and doors open up. So that's been the best. Being able to think bigger is really the beautiful part about this whole journey. And now, since I've done so many different things, met different people, seen so many things, now I'm thinking bigger. And that's, it's kind of, it's beautiful. And you see, you talk to certain people that don't think big because they don't have the doors open up. So there is Mm -hmm. a ceiling of dreaming. But I worked, I mean... Kind of funny to say, but I worked for Kanye for two weeks. And that was the one thing that I, the major thing I took away besides his crazy ambition. But it was just, he was saying the craziest things. And you sit back and you're like, what are you ta- Like, there's no way that's possible. And then you pause and you're like, wait, he is Kanye West. He could do that. And it was just so cool to see someone That was thinking limitless, completely limitless. Anything was possible. And then you and me are thinking or we're thinking about what are we doing tomorrow? And you're not thinking, oh, maybe I'll call Elon Musk and I'll pitch him a spaceship. Maybe I'll try to redesign Chicago's building infrastructure. That's not even remotely in our head because it doesn't feel or feel possible. Kanye has no limits. So that was really cool. And so that was inspiring for me to think bigger, but also to realize that the more and more these opportunities come, the bigger I can think and the more things I can do. So, yeah.
1: What was the project you were working on with Kanye when he was talking about thinking bigger?
2: It was just, I was there for about two weeks. He had brought me in because he, a friend of mine, Yes, Jules had showed him, the dancing clothes and he was like why are my clothes not dancing bring them here and that's the cool thing he just likes being surrounded by creative people so if he likes anything he brings
1: how are are these clothes dancing you said it was dancing jewels
2: no dancing clothes dancing uh,
1: clothes stop motion okay so like the the visual aspect of the clothes were dancing and you could like see it
2: no like i i took a like one picture, two picture, three picture, oh, four. And, and it looks
1: like they're dancing. Gotcha. It's pretty cool. And then Kanye was like, why the fuck do I not have that going on right now? Exactly. <laughs> I think I, I would I would love to be able to be a fly on the wall of the conversation with Kanye or, or be inside his consciousness for 30 seconds. But I imagine that there's so many ideas that he has that don't come to fruition but he's just constantly trying to churn out ideas or, or refine other ideas so
2: that was a little bit of the the not the disappointing part but since he's working on so many things there were ideas that were just falling through the cracks that were great but it wasn't his focus yeah. so then they didn't happen but he's also yeah I mean he can do whatever he wants mm-hmm. literally I mean almost more than
1: any human in a weird way he talks a little bit about mental health too but like it seems like he isn't really afraid to be called crazy because at this point he doesn't really give a fuck and he he dips his foot in anything
2: there's a moment he was like I redesigned sound I redesigned fashion why can't I redesign anything else and then you're like and then you're like fuck he did redesign sound fuck he did redesign fashion like The way we hear music is based off him. The way we dress is based off him.